Welcome to the Resistance Chronicle. I'm Matt. I'm Eric. And um, we brought it back to basics tonight. It's not a political statement. It's a patriotic duty. And the editors of great newspapers such as yours owe a common obligation to the people. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. Where are you people? On dope? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. But we have some bad hombres here, and we're going to get them out. For the town? Yeah. Reported uh, you on yeah, the uncensored yeah. page. So she I have a bunch of pussies on that dude, page. she posted something about the... Like the Asian hate now going on. Yeah. Oh, everyone's posting and about that. Like, That's one of the her, topics like, that I have I'm to like, bring up. I gotta bring up my notes. I'm like, you are a fucking fraud. I'm like, you're a fraud. I go, you never posted a single thing about the Asians till the news told you that you had to care about them. I go, you never gave a shit about him. Yeah. I go, you're you're a fraud and fuck you. Well, that's why that shooting then, happened. I think is so that now now we have a new. Kid, the kid said, "Oh no no, this is because I had a sex addiction and I was getting rid of all the fucking happy ending massages." Did you hear about this? No. I had, all I knew was that nine people died and they were all yeah, Asian so and it got shot up. And I was like, oh, I was like, another they, false flag. Who cares? Uh, dude, we should all right, just go ahead. Be, we should just I be, am. We're recording all, all this. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> no. So apparently, he was. He, you know, those people died, and I think the news jumped on it because they were like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Here's our, here's our yeah. perfect thing. Yeah, we got our problem. Like we're going to make a reaction. I don't think it was like a planned event by them. Okay. I think it was more like if I searched on here, like, you know, guy hits dude, kills dude with a pipe. Yeah. I'm sure I could find an article that a guy smashed a guy over the head with a pipe. That's what they did. Like, you know, Asian, Asian store, uh, Something like with Asian people get shot. Yeah. And they found that story. They they came across it. You know what I mean? And they're like, whoa, we can run with this. With the nine people getting shot? Yeah. Like, I think like that's how they, they just, you know, they, I don't know how they It was thought. like a local news story. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Maybe it was well, like Well, they that. put out the 4 a.m. talking points too, right. where all the, all the news stations and all these outlets get what they're supposed to be, you know, talking about for the day. So I'm sure it was in there. And that they had to have been praying that it was like, if this is racially motivated and stuff. And they asked the kid, they're like, was this racially motivated? He goes, no. He goes, I, I'm, I'm a sex addict. And I went to rehab for it. Or like a rehab or something for it. Yeah. And he got out and he was like, every time you go by like one of these fucking massage places, he was like, yo, they give happy endings and shit yeah. like that. So he's like, I'm going to eliminate my triggers. Oh my god. So he went in there and shot the place up to get rid of the place that would trigger his sex addiction. Now here's what we need to figure out, right? Because you know the original MK Ultra was was the um honeypots with the whorehouses, right? It was Operation Midnight Climax. Yes, okay, yep. Was that it? Was that what? What, 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 what's this guy's backstory? I, I want to I find mean, out his really, name. Now I'm into this. I didn't really dive too much into it. Yeah. But then um one of the local liberals on the page said um posted uh, egghead uh, fucking dude's got an egghead my wife went to high school with him kind of rides like dodge oh you know who i'm talking about yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. it was him so so uh (coughs) that's what they that's what they would call him in high school was egghead i guess he got yeah i guess he got ridiculed oh really yeah from from what i hear maybe i'll drop that in 30 29 days (laughs) but no so he goes he was saying, because he posted another thing about that, and I blasted him, too. But at least, I mean, I don't think he reported me, but um, the, that, that that girl definitely did. And um, With the mask green? 
Yeah. I don't give a fuck if we drop the names. Yeah, it's a right. group. Anyone can yeah, fucking I'll just go say to it. Like, I'll just keep it last. The Facebook anyway. profile. But, uh, yeah, so she reported me. She was the one that I called out for being a fraud, mm-hmm. which just, like, oh, delages, too. That page is bad, man. There's, there's like, three people that are just the most annoying fucking no life. Almost like they're getting paid to sit there and do it. I had, like, I, I still do a little bit on Facebook. And with the Resistance Chronicle page, too, we have a Facebook page, people. Um, Check it out. I just lost track of my, my thoughts because I haven't posted on the page in a little bit. And I just started thinking about that. I, well, I was, idiots. It's, it's a waste of time. Is I, what was, it is. I, I use it as a place like, okay, well, I'm gonna, I can post memes here that, yeah. like, that I probably won't. I'm not going to put, I'm trying to get better on my personal Facebook. Yeah. Like, it's not even your personal Facebook you need to worry about. You need to worry about. No, I'm just trying to get it so like people don't think I'm fucking crazy. You, you, get, you, a, know? you get a big problem going into the national pages like the I've ABC. I've done better on that. I actually Fox. have done That's better. That's where you get into all I your blast, trouble. I blast Sununu on Twitter, which we're going to get into him, and he deserves I can't wait. all of it. Um, we, we went off the rails, though, of the, the Asian massage parlor. Oh, yeah, okay. So and back the, to the Asian massage parlor. So Delage was like, um, posted the, I was like, oh, I don't know if I said give me an example or he just randomly sent, sent it to me. And it was, because, um, oh, because I commented back and I was like, yo, dude, it's because he, he was killing all the people that were in a uh, happy ending place. And he's like, oh, no, no, it's this. Oh, he knows. And it was like, they, they wrote on, let me see if I can find the art, article that he sent me because, oh no, never mind. I don't have it anymore. Um, I don't know if for some reason his chat was gone uh-huh. from the other day. But anyway, it was like, it was written like, uh, like basically like blaming them for COVID, um, go back to China. Oh, the report. They that, call, no, yeah. they wrote that this guy, someone wrote on the windows of this massage, this, this oh. other massage parlor. Oh, really? Oh, so it was an unrelated. Uh, unrelated. Ah. Uh, uh. So he, it was, they wrote on it with like red, uh, you know, like when you decorate your window. Yeah. When, when she had like, yeah. people were like graduating. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they used that and they wrote like, like China flu or China virus. Um, or Kung Flu, yeah. they wrote, they wrote like, go back to China with the number two. All, all the Trump talking points, yeah, right? Yeah, it was the Kung all, flu. every single one of them, I was like, first off, China. the ones you're saying, they're not racist. Right. Like, go back to China, still really isn't racist. No. It's, it's off color. It's, yeah. it's a dick thing to say. But, like... If someone said to me, go back to Poland, I'm not going to go, oh, man. Wow, I'm so offended. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. I just. It's making a problem out of nothing. And I nothing. just saw it, And now I thought that was a false flag. That one. I was like, yeah. this is like somebody. That and then sounds all like these it. people that came. It must have been California. It, all these people were walking behind. like, saw the guy. It was like a sad story. They were like, oh, we saw the guy. Saw you um, cleaning your window. Let us help you. And they had like a big crowd of people. So it's the whole country's racist, but a whole crowd of people just came to help help him clean his business for no reason. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. It's I I'll, love this week on, on on the news. This week has been I know. the best. Just going back to the Asian thing, I'll bet money that they try and pin it on QAnon, and this isn't the last that you see of it. Everything on QAnon now. Well, what they're doing now is on Facebook and these social media sites. They have like the hashtag Stop Asian Hate, and they you yeah. put a circle around so you can virtue signal. So now you got your two masks <laughs> on. You got Stop Asian Hate. You got a rainbow flag behind you, and you're just the fucking woke you're liberal the perfect. man. You're yeah, the perfect that's person. it, man. That's your social credit score. 
Yeah. That's a perfect credit score. Mine is when uh, injustice becomes law, uh, resistance becomes duty. Did you, I have a zero credit score. Did you hear Thomas Massey's quote? I loved it. About Biden and his, his instructions on the 4th of July. Yeah. So, so Massey put out there, if, if and I'm paraphrasing, I don't remember the exact words that he used, but if you're relying on your president or commander-in-chief to let you know whether or not you can celebrate your Independence Day, you're 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 not grasping the concept of what independence is, yeah. and it's so friggin' true, man. I know, and he's like, cancel cultures have, run a fucking if, if, we, if we do good, we can have a Fourth of July. Yeah, fuck you, dude. Yeah. If I want to have a thousand people here, I'm gonna have a thousand people. Did here. you see Fauci's? Um, um, no, oh, I saw that, but no, the one with the Mexican comedian that had him on an interview on a Skype call. The, the it was great. Guy? No, no, oh. no, no. This was, I don't know who he was. Um, actually, Ricky Verandas posted it, oh, okay. and I watched it at work just before I left work today. I'm like, i got to kill some time. I'm going to check this out. And it it seemed like like it was a super sarcastic, oh, Mr. Dr. Fauci, and he's like so happy to hear from him. And he just started drilling in. To all these questions that Fauci was just kind of skirting around, and oh, he thought and he was going for a softball. He, and he yeah, he thought blown. he he thought it was like, oh, I'm gonna go on an interview with this brown person that fucking loves me. Yeah. Oh no, and he man. The whole thing up till that. Oh, he, he that he, must be off YouTube. You by could now. tell he was sweating. If you go to um, the Did Ripple Effect, know? the Ripple oh. Effects um, Facebook page, I think that's where I saw it. Was he posted okay. on his Facebook page? You know, it's probably still there. And if not, it's got to be on BitChute. It's got to be on on Library. It's got to be on all those networks. It's so nice to have these networks. I think BitChute's actually uh, kind of taken off. I think it's. I think it's I, I hated popular. It. I hated it because I, I couldn't figure it. out how to navigate I it. I can't navigate it. And it seems so clunky, which it is. But since I've been uploading the videos of this to it, I've been navigating around it and figuring out how to subscribe to different accounts and yeah. everything. I think it's pretty. It's it's a pretty solid platform. I mean, you got to pick through a lot of bullshit on it. Hey, Anybody now, and everybody's posting shit. Oh yeah, yeah. You can search and everything on it. Yeah, it's just like, like a. It it's a YouTube alternative. Couldn't it, figure it out. And Odyssey is another good one. There's a guy I follow on Odyssey. This is the most hardcore homesteading motherfucker I've ever seen in my life. He lives in Michigan, and um, he's definitely eccentric, right? Like you can tell, he's super into what he's doing. He's he's a prepper, like like like. I wonder what else this guy has that's off film. <laughs> he's growing tons of weed in his house. He's growing all his own food in his house. He's growing avocado trees in his own house. Then you walk around the corner. He's got a chicken coop in his own house. He's raising chickens for eggs How and big meat. Is his house? I don't know, man, but it's a mess. It's 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 like so like every room this, is like a different animal. This guy, I give him so much so much respect for doing this. He made the conscious decision to say that I'm gonna live in this place amongst all this stuff that's gonna keep me alive and surviving. And he made that his life. He's completely 100. I I think 100 percent off the. And grid. that's on Bitchu. Uh, no, it's on. He, he's on Odyssey, and we we had an How episode. How do you spell Odyssey? It's O D Y S E E. So we had our, our podcast we did with Adam Adam Alamano on mm-hmm. from Deborah Gets Red Pilled, and. Um, I put that up on Odyssey, and he commented on our our channel saying, hey, I really like your content, and he left to check out my videos. So I went to his link, and I subscribed right away when I saw this, because I'm trying to sift through all this homesteading shit and right. try and pick out the best stuff from the worst stuff. And um, I started going down a rabbit hole of his videos, man, from everything he's growing to his, his chickens. How long are his videos, like 10 minutes? Uh, 
anywhere from five minutes to, to 30, 40 minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. And he's, he's... You know his name? I forget his name. Damn it, because I'm on it. You know what I'm going to do is I'll actually link it. Um, I'll uh, Oh, if you go to the Resistance Chronicle mm-hmm. on Odyssey and you see who we're following, he'll be one of the ones we're following. If you name it, I'll, 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 uh, I'll confirm it. I'll, I'll remember it if I hear it, but I just can't remember it off, my, off the top of my head right now. So we started this kind of abruptly. As soon as you said you were back in Facebook jail, I said, oh, fuck, I got to start recording. So I didn't get to do the intro that I wanted to do. So I what guess. I want to do is I want to toast. Cheers. Right? We broke out the whiskey again tonight. I think we got something to celebrate. Take a sip of that Buffalo Trace. You guys sponsor um, Joe Rogan. You can sponsor us too. Buffalo Buffalo Trace Whiskey, Kentucky, oldest distillery. Call us. Um, so this is our 16th episode. I think that's pretty friggin' big. We're, we're, we're more than double above the average of seven. Yep. We never even met. But the first day we met was the day we sat down to do this. The first one, which yeah. I thought was a disaster. This you is seemed to, you thought it was. Good I loved good. it. Yeah, I love. I just had so much fun figuring out all this I shit. Think, yeah, like we bounced around. Like I tried yeah. to listen to it. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> how do we even get people? To listen we to were this? all over. We're still all over the place. I know, but, but at least we're like it's control chaos what, now. What a, what a short time though it's been that we got guests on. We got and big you know, name guests. It, in my opinion, fuck yeah, man. Um, so guess guess we've had on. We got his books, Micah. We got Amy says WTF's book. I'd love to get her on the show. That that'd be good. I don't know if she's doing interviews. I think she is. But last time I tried contacting her, she said she wasn't doing interviews. Ricky, we had Ricky, Adam. Yeah, Ricky, Adam, Aaron Day. Aaron Day got a ton of ton of YouTube views on the cryptocurrency. Yeah, Ravencoin. Look at that from there, though. From there, we got treasure wallets. We're investing in crypto. I'm investing weekly, right? And that's what I wanted. I wanted to learn something. Yeah. I, you know, when we started, it was just like kind of like bitching. And yeah. Just like, and well, then, it was. But the, I wasn't really gaining anything. We, I felt good. It was a weird period, I think, in, in the last few years with, with the political scene and Q and then this manufacturing of QAnon and the election and then the insurrection and and fucking awesome, man. Yeah, awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Awesome. Congratulations. I'll have another sip to that. I think it's been a freaking awesome ride. So yeah, so so we've had all these guests on. We we got for the ninth, Charlie Robinson scheduled. Yep. April 9th, we got um him coming on. And then I the I'm, mushroom. The mushroom farm. Yeah. We're gonna be good to go. I'm gonna try and get him on the week after. I got their email. Oh, thank and God. I yeah, I, I just really gotta, learn I just gotta contact them. So it's gonna be Peaceful Harvest Mushroom. And and what they're out of Vermont. I forget the name of the town in, in Vermont, but it's it's in the middle nowhere. of nowhere. They left their careers here, and they were both like super smart. The 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 wife, uh, her name's Karen. She was um um like a, like a scientist, like a doctor, right? Oh, wow. Working in a lab in Boston, pharmaceutical company. Her husband Brian was involved in the pharmaceutical field, but I think from a safety standpoint, because how. The person who's introducing us, he's in the pharmaceutical field, but from like an EHS standpoint, where he like goes in and looks at tanks and makes sure oh, okay. you know all the he's OSHA like the guidelines are made. I, I guess yeah. I don't know. He's his own. He's his own contractor, and this company hires him and brings him in. But he left. They left their jobs, took their three kids, moved to the middle of nowhere in Vermont, and started a friggin' mushroom farm. And then as they were growing the mushrooms. She was into the science, so she's like, "All right, mushrooms are, are an alternative medicine. Let's, you know, let's let's do something with this." So they started extracting from the mushrooms and making tinctures and stuff like that, and powders. And I, now, for the record, this isn't the 
Woodstock mushrooms, are they? No. These are just no, this regular is, this is lion's mane. Ra- reishi, like lion's mane. Yeah. There's a mushroom called turkey's tail that looks like a turkey tail yeah. opened up. I've never seen there's it before. There's something with mushrooms, man. They're not from this planet. Mm-mm. No, there's, there's something. Like we're, where we're they gonna... strategically grow, yeah. and they'll just like... Eat the forest. We're gonna find out all about it. But yeah, we I'm got, dying. I'm dying to get them on. We got Charlie coming on, which is gonna be awesome. I can't wait to talk to him. I'm gonna get fired up with that one. He he has a personality that I, I think we could go for a little while. We can get yelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens though. I might um, break out the whiskey for I've that. I've been talking one too. to you know Scott from Truthzilla. Yeah. Finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are talking to today. Myself yeah. and, uh, That's all you gotta do, man. Everyone's so yeah. nice, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I like I told him, I'm like, I thought this was cup row, and everybody's kind of working together. You know, we're all in it, in it together. Yeah. Really, yeah. like we all have the same goal. Yep. We're, Everyone's you, doing their own thing. You don't have thing. to be the first. You're not going to be the first person to break something. Yep. And even if you are, you want people to then spread it. Yep. Yep. And then Aaron Day was was good with the crypto, my knife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is going to bring the good juju for the crypto. It's a, it's a Bitcoin knife. Made by Pie Cutlery. Badass knife. One of a kind, I think. I was laughing. And how'd you pay for that? Bitcoin. And then, so I thought because you bought it in Bitcoin that they put the Bitcoin no. logo on it. So there's a company called Rodriguez Butcher Supply. It's out of Texas. I think, I think Austin or Houston. Uh, somewhere in Texas. Don't Go look them up. Rodriguez Butcher Supply. I'll, I'll link it in the notes if I Typical. remember. Go look it up. <laughs> Google it. So he put on Instagram. I follow his Instagram and he put this knife on Instagram. So I just sent a, a, a message just joking around. Will you take Bitcoin for the knife? And he direct messaged me and said, absolutely. Yeah. He, he gave me the price, and I said, all right, I got all my stuff in cold storage, so, so I got I to gotta go home and plug it in. He gave me his address, and, uh, yeah, I paid him Bitcoin, man. It's so, freaking awesome. Well, if you think about and it. And I've done pretty good with Bitcoin, so it's like this knife is just, just like, a freaking bonus, man. Yeah. yeah, bonus. Well, here's the interesting thing. So, like, all right, so say he charged you, like, oh, for the sake of math, let's just say one Bitcoin and say it was worth $1,000. If it go it goes up to two thousand, he's making oh yeah he he's makes making so. double his money yeah. on that night. So yep. why wouldn't you take? Yep, exactly. I am I am full blown into the cryptocurrencies right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's my, almost. I addictive. got my mother. She was like, so something weird's going on. Like she cannot like on Binance get past like the verification. Yeah, and it's been like. What about Bitrex? So that's another one. Or just go to the so Ravencoin website. So in mine, I have Bitrix too yep. as well. And I have Bitrix and Binance. I like Binance a lot better. Yep. Way, way like more user friendly. Yeah. I don't know why um, people would say that you're playing with fire with Binance. I don't know. Um, I heard, and then I heard on the, dude, I freaked out the other day. So I took the plunge and, and put all my Ravencoin into cold storage. Yeah. Because I got this thing, like, um, Something happened where I thought I lost all this Bitcoin and then our uh, Ravencoin, and then they someone was posting on the Ravencoin page that I think Aaron Day runs, or it's just a Ravencoin. I don't know. No, he doesn't run it. Uh, I don't think it, he's just a, on it's it. It's just yeah. a Ravencoin uh, Facebook group. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Uh, they were like, "Oh, there's problems with Bitrix. Don't trust it." Blah. I'm like, "That's it. Take it all my shit out. Throw it in the <laughs> you cold fell storage. Into the trap. I'm getting the fuck out of here." Back and I took all the all the shit out. Put it in. I love the fell for the trap. But what's nice is like Binance is I have it set up twenty five bucks a week. Yeah. Buys me. I right now. What's that? A hundred Bitcoin or a hundred Ravencoin? 
Yeah. Like, I mean, how much do I need at this point? I have, like, so you do it with you do now. it with Ravencoin. I do it with Bitcoin. I do it with Ravencoin. Yeah. As well. You know what else is pretty cool that I learned about is uh, Coinbits app. So what Coinbits app is, or, or Coin Coinbits? It's Coinbits. It's Hotep Jesus's company. Oh, okay. And what you do oh, is, yeah, you, were telling me yeah, you you link your bank account to to the Coinbits account, and it takes your purchases for the week, and looks at how much they were. So if it was like twelve dollars and ninety cents, debit card though. No, no, you link it to your checking account or whatever whatever you use credit to spend. If, if you want to use a if you use a credit card a lot and you just pay that credit That's card off and you do, do it for points. So what it'll do is it'll take all your purchases that you make and round them up. So if it was like ninety nine cents, it would round it up to a buck. It'd take the penny and invest it into yeah. Bitcoin. So whatever the change is, it invested into Bitcoin for you. And then you can select a multiplier if you want to do it two times or what. My first one went through this week twenty five bucks. Yeah, because you figure if you're doing, a, for if me you're doing 100 transactions on your uh, a month. All I use is a debit card. Gonna, and it, say it's all just a penny. You're, you're, you got a dollar. Yeah. You're investing a dollar, what, a month? Is it a month or a week? It's a week, every week. So you're making 50, you're putting 52 bucks into Bitcoin. In Bitcoin, yeah. The end of the, by the end of the year. And I guess it's poised right now. There's a guy, Max Kaiser, that I follow, Orange Pill Podcast. He um, he's saying that it could be up to about two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars a coin this year. That's crazy. Come on, don't be telling me this shit because then I'm gonna start putting the house <laughs> on it and shit. Don't be telling me that. Uh, that's that's his prediction. We'll we'll see what happens. Because I can't win shit on the lottery, so I'm like, this is my lottery. I I have a good combination of like. Altcoins that are pretty, you know, low you, money. You fuck with ether- uh, Ethereum. I have a little Ethereum. I just I have it and that? I hold it. I I hear that like Bitcoin is like the U.S. version. Ethereum is another country, and Litecoin is is like China or something like that. Oh, I don't know That's that yeah. One. There's there's like all kinds that of crazy. Really cheap, isn't it? But it's constantly like Ethereum. No no no. Oh Litecoin. no, Ethereum's like two grand. No, Litecoin's like two hundred bucks. Oh, so it's yeah, two hundred bucks a coin. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know. The, the, the Harmony One, I got in at a penny, and for some reason this week it took off. It was uh, twelve cents when I left the house today, oh, and I got in at a penny. Freaking! I, mean, I hope you got a I, lot. I, no, I, I so I put I got not. I got like four thousand, um, four thousand of them, whatever you call it, shares, coins, whatever it yeah. is. Uh, it was only a, it. so I invested 150 bucks into it essentially, yeah. and it's worth about 700 right now. Dude, isn't that awesome? Remember when, remember when Ravencoin was taking off? It yeah, seems like it now, still is taking off. It's flattened out. It seems like it's, now it's flattened out in the 20s. It's holding in the 20s, yeah. And Which that, is good. That that was the plan. Yep. was for it to hold in the Everyone's 20s like, and then move up and then move up and it's going to go and hold. It's one that you want to hold on yep. to. And I think like everybody on this Ravencoin site. All the time on Facebook, it's like, oh, do you think it's going to, you know, take off, take off? And everyone's like, shut the fuck up. Yep. Just hold your you, shit you know and, and that's the, it. You know what's the same as people that do that? The same as saying like, oh, that's the, the um, John F. Kennedy Jr. is going to be vice president. You know, that, it reminds me of the same thing. They just leave all these stupid comments and it's like, are you doing that well, just, yeah, well, just to get basis? a rise out of people? Like, what are you thinking? Are you that stupid? Like, you must wear two masks and get anal swabs. <laughs> You, you know, fucking moron some people are. It's, it's ridiculous. The, the lack of fucking common sense. While we're on the crypto topic, before we get into it, and it'll probably be a good segue into the Sununu thing. I want to get into the Miramar thing that you okay. were talking about. All right, let's talk about this then while we're on crypto then. Keen, man. Nobody. Aria, Demezzo. 
They all got busted. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, what were they thinking? And it was, you know, the other guy was nobody. Nobody, yeah, nobody who ran, who for, ran governor. for governor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other one, uh, so Mark Edge had this radio show, no, I don't Free Talk see Live. What they did. Hold, hold on. Well, I'm going to get to that. Oh, okay, you do know. All right. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I looked into it. All right, good. So uh, Mark Edge, who, who, who was New Hampshire, Liberty, you know, all, all that, he had a radio show, um, Free Talk Live. This other kid, Ian, and he goes by Ian Freeman now, took over the radio show, and, and they're this little core group of libertarians or, or like, like anarcho-capitalists that, yeah. that live in Keene. It's all, all part of the Free State Project, I believe. So they all got together and were like, fuck, man, they, they feel the same way I do about crypto, right? So what they did was they got together and they said, let's just make crypto huge and keen. And there's businesses and restaurants in Keene that are taking crypto and you can walk into the local burger shop. I think it's called Local or something like that. And you can buy a burger using using Bitcoin or whatever other cryptocurrency. So it's like Bitcoin and, ATMs as and, well. And, right? Yeah, so it's yeah. a huge liberty community in Keene, right? I, I was completely mistaken with, with I what Keene I... I thought was super alt-left. When I was in college, Keene was where all the, 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 the like, people who, who thought that UNH was too strict and, and uptight would go back out to Keene because it was, like, like way more laid back and, and, and more liberal, do what you want. But some somewhere along the line, the Free State Project chose Keene and, and turned it into this liberty haven, and it's, it's, that's pretty cool. Really? So, so – they decided that they loved Bitcoin so much and cryptocurrency so much that they would start their own exchange. So people would go to them. So they, so yeah, that's my question. Let's stop there for a second. Yeah. So when they make their own exchange, they, in, in theory, made their own Bitrix or Binance. Yeah, but I don't think it was online. I think it was like a peer-to-peer. You show up at my house, you're in Keene. We're worrying about the Keene community, kind of a... Yeah, what's wrong with you that? Know, a, a gorse mentality or agorist mentality or, or whatever it is. So far, so good. Okay, so they so they got together and they they started this this exchange. So people would come to them with cash and they would give them uh, Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies, or they go with them with to them with crypto and they would give them cash. So they started their own like underground bank. The yeah. feds caught a hold of it. You, you, you don't fuck with the Illuminati's money. You, yeah, you know but what I here's mean? the thing. So when I buy from Binance or whatever. Yeah, but they're all regulated. If you look at Binance, I, I know Coinbase. I'm not 100% sure about Binance. Any cash that you hold in Coinbase is FDIC insured. You're going to get taxed. If, so if you make a ton of money on Ravencoin, in, or, or the Coinbase doesn't have Ravencoin, but, or, or Binance does. If you make a ton of money on it, they're going to report that. You're going to get a, a tax form, an I-9, and, and I think it's an I-9, and, and you're going to have to pay a, a tax on that. If you exchange that, if, or capital gains tax, if you exchange if you that for less than a year, if, right? if you exchange that crypto for, for fiat money, I'm not sure of the time frame, less than a year or whatever, but if you exchange that crypto for fiat money, you're going to have to pay a capital gains tax because you bought you bought $5 worth worth of crypto with a, with a $5 friggin' unbacked now, how do debt. They, how do they get bill. FDIC? Like why wouldn't they, why know. would they're, they just say bank, why would they just say fuck you I'm not doing it I don't know then they'd probably make it even harder I don't know if they're just playing the game I don't know all I'm sure someone like Aaron Day is way more qualified to See, answer now that I, question now I wish we could get him on again because I have he le- said he'd come back I right? have a legitimate qu- yeah. like now I have a general idea. like what well, we've been on, dabbling in it for I a while now yeah I, I fully submerged myself into freaking cryptocurrencies and learning about that shit yeah and fascinated by it the whole uh, idea is like. It's really cool. But what they did was just nothing. 
They just didn't pay the pay the yeah. They 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 made their own thing. That the government they, didn't get their they fucking did. long I, time. I hope that they have a good lawyer. And oh, so so the 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 you got to go and read the articles on this too. So so the the craziest thing of it all is is this kid Ian and probably the other ones were involved with it too. Aria, who is the transgendered Satanist that ran for sheriff for, for as a Republican. So they all registered nonprofits of of this like Shire because it's Cheshire County, so it was like the Shire Free Church. So they called themselves like a like a religious organization, and they were doing it all through that religious organization. So they made so, their own religious organization. Yeah, yeah, they started their own religion. So, so is that a loophole, though? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, man, they're they're just super smart, man. This, so I bet they found gonna, a religious loophole. I hope that they get away with it. I know. Yeah, I'm rooting for him. And at first, I was like, "Ah, oh, this this fucking asshole, yep. like a super alt left, running for uh, sheriff and all this." Now I'm like, "Shit, I'll call you a female if you like." Yeah, you're, you're fighting the fucking oh, government. Yeah, you were in my respect. Do what you will, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know how to take that. I mean, all I knew about it was what we were reading in the news. There was, you know, I didn't, like the Satanist. Are I didn't really me? know about Free Talk Live, and there was a, 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 a radio Keen, show like that out of Keene. I didn't give a fuck about Keene. Keene was way out west. You know, now all I of a sudden, there. I give. I I went for the Pumpkin Fest, but I yeah, I give a shit about Keene now more than yeah. I I did before. You know, I would have to travel through if I was going to Brattleboro. You know, there's some now, good restaurants in Keene and all that. And uh, I didn't know how hardcore it was. About. So just Adam was asking about Keene. I renege, renege on what I said on the show that, that we had with him. Like, don't don't move there. It's, I would move there. Yeah. yeah. They I would move like there in a heartbeat. They too, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, and they're right on the Vermont border. Brattleboro is a pretty badass little little city. And it's a little little crunchy granola, but they have like cool it's shops Vermont. and yeah, it's Vermont. You know, they got great this great barbecue shack on the side of the road. Hey, is great it true taco like truck. Vermont is like super strict on their their COVID shit? I don't like, know. If you come- I, I think so. Yeah, uh, we can definitely ask our uh, mushroom growing friends. Yeah, that are coming I don't on. Know. No, like I heard if you like if we go into Vermont, they're really strict or something. I don't know, but. Um, Oh, you gonna say that? Yeah, you want to get into that? Yeah, all I right, think let's... we. I, I, I've shared what I know about the, oh, the right. Keen thing. It, it, they, I, I don't see gonna, anything wrong with that. They, no, there's nothing wrong with it. I think it's crazy news, and I, I think that I, I think that they're gonna fight it, and I hope that they get away with it. If you never hear about it again, you know they won. I don't know. If you never hear about it again, maybe they got paid off. Who knows? You know, but I, know, I think but we're, they don't want They don't want to show that they won. We're because... such a local story. I think we'll hear about it again. But I feel like they don't want to show that because then what would be the pre- what would prevent you and I from starting our own Bitcoin? I've already been thinking about it. <laughs> we'll talk off the air. It has to do with beef jerky and lemonade and my kids. Easy <laughs> kids. Uh, yeah, fuck yeah, man. Bitcoin mules. In a yard sale. <laughs> we make sure you pull a permit. Otherwise, the cameras will get mad that your kids have a lemonade stand. So the newest information on Myanmar that I saw uh, yesterday, and you know I just catch this stuff as it drips out, is the now that that military junta, the the coup that's that's happening there, has has taken over, they've seized all the accounts of Open Society. Open Society is George Soros's uh, little little um, think tank uh, humanitarian group that that he's got going on. So they seized all their shit. That's kind of crazy. It seems like what's going yeah, on. They didn't in- just like. Ask them, right? They said, We're taking your shit. Yeah, that's from the news that I'm reading about yeah. it. Yeah, there's, uh, I can pull some stuff up too. Uh, I saved a couple of the, the things here. So there's this uh, website I was looking at called 
hashtag Swarajaya. And it looks like a, I uh, oh, not you know it, I got the wrong friggin' page up, but it's from the same website. It, it looks like it's an in, based out of India, and they have all kinds of articles damning George Soros. A look, this is an article that, that I was reading before I, uh, I came over here and I closed the old article out, and I'm not going to bother going, going searching for it again, but it's Swarajaya, the, the website, swarajayamag.com. Uh, and this is a headline from January 28th, 2017. A look at the dystopian vision of the connoisseur of chaos, George Soros. Like this this website is... Is, is that the Indonesia one that you, you were telling me about? No, this is a different one. Oh, right. Yeah, this is one I just found. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I just found this. And, and to see something like this and to see that going on over there, I know that whatever bullshit is happening here, the same shit's happening everywhere right now. I think it's a worldwide yeah. issue. Yeah, and the I mean, only thing is, unless you dig into these crazy websites like this, you're not going to find out what's happening all, all over the world. Especially if you go on Google, you're not going to find there's, anything. Do not go on Google. Uh, Duck goes all right. It's not as dude, good. Dude, it's as tainted now, man. It's not as good. The as first as things that come up are Google. Snopes and and all these other websites. It used to be better obscure Google, shit. Though. Yeah, better than Google. You'll get a little bit more. You, you, you go, center. you go two pages in to to find the results you want to, or you're looking for instead of going ten pages in. Is what there another mean? one? What? Like, do you recommend another oh, browser? search engine? No, you just gotta, there was one I. It's gonna be up, smart enough, you know. There was one that came up. I I, I kind of fucked around with it. I don't even remember what it was because they said like every time you search, you'll get crypto. So I was like, oh, shit. Like, I'm getting a, a yeah, percentage so, of a Bitcoin or something. No way. It's the, their, their own. It's their own one. And yeah. I was like, fuck this. Well, that's how library operates. They have, like, their own form of cryptocurrency that they use as an incentive to go and look at people's videos. And they'll they'll, they'll give it to you as you're, like, searching around. and, really? and Yeah. And it's kind of cool to get you to explore the site and find other people's content. I think it's a good a, a good tool for that. But, but to just say that, it, you know, yeah, that's kind of shitty. It's like misleading. I think I saw it as like an ad for um, one of the podcasts. Right? Well, also in Myanmar, China's pissed at Myanmar, at the Myanmar military. They want all the uh, all the deep state figures associated with the Clintons and the Obamas released. That Suyi lady. They holding them as like POW. Yeah, they're holding them friggin' in in detention for the year until they figure this out because the election was was all screwed up and rigged. I guess. And like I said before, I think it has to do all with trafficking of humans, yeah. trafficking of guns, trafficking of drugs because it's in that triangle. Yeah, the golden triangle. And I really think that it's 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 the the government wanting to keep everything in house. And this lady Suyi and her her LTD is the name of the party. I forget what it stands for off the top of my head right now. But they want to take it global. They want they want and to put it under. They're backed by the Hillary Clinton Foundation they, or the Clinton Foundation. Well, the Clinton Foundation does a lot of work in my okay, life. Yeah, that's a lot of humanitarian efforts. Same shit that they were doing in in uh, in Haiti. You know yeah, what I mean? Going in and trying to trying to clean kids. up and whatnot. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Human delivering is what they're doing. Um, so yeah, China's pissed at, at Myanmar too because what's happening now is this Myanmar. Um, the, the the military that's taken over does not want to post anything positive about China. 
All the news that they're posting about China is how China is trying to control our country and, and take over our country. So they're trying to like free themselves from China. Yeah. But this LTD is in, in deep with China and, and is gonna is gonna get in, involved with them if if they come back into power. So the military is, is is having a standoff with them, and China's pissed because the military and all their like internet and advertising and marketing and propaganda that they're putting out is not saying good things about the Chinese government. Really, and that's how China, China runs, man. China is China's straight up fucked dogs. up. Yeah, they are everything that you think you know about North Korea is probably what's going on in China. That well, makes like, sense. Like, like the like the how you think it's people, yeah. how you think that it's this one weird little guy that that has this whole country under wraps, and if you say something bad about the government, you're gonna get shot, and all the all the main misconceptions that are the North Korea boogeyman. I believe is true about China and and what's so really happening about China. Yeah, Korea. yeah, exactly. This like tiny, how they project this, everything on Trump, yep. but it's everything they do. This tiny little country with yeah. this crazy looking guy that's shooting missiles off everywhere. You know what I mean? Right. Fuck that, man. China's doing all that shit. China's fucking got labs making the next friggin' biological weapon with fucking Bill Gates right there saying, "Ooh, look at me," right. you know? And, and, and Fauci like funding China, it all. Then, yeah, the China with virus tax is, is racist, but where did it come from? And, like, I was talking to my father about this, and he's like, yeah, but they called it the German measles. You didn't see German people going, oh, my God, this is racist. Yeah. Like, it, it was from Germany, so it was the German measles. I know. It's, the, it's a Chinese-made virus, yeah. or it, it was released in China. That makes sense that you would call it that. I know, I know. It's so, it, it's, it's so, it's oversensitivity, and it's driven by, by propaganda. Well, it's. You got more? Yeah, Tanzania, oh, yeah. man. Tanzanian oh, yeah. president's gone. And uh, the he guy was, that, I forget his name. I don't know much. He's the guy that tested he, the... Um, yeah, the, the fruit and yes. all that. And, and then he was very outspoken about all the bullshit. He basically told Tedros that he was a dipshit. And he, his country... The, uh, who guy? Right? Yeah, and his country wasn't going to go along with the, the narrative. And he just happened to end up dead. And they're trying to say that it was the coronavirus that did might he have gone. Did he, was he, he suicided? He, no, he just died of heart, heart condition, heart, heart problems, heart complications. Isn't it like there's a lot of ways to, like... You could like put air in somebody's. It's too much coincidence. You know, to fuck you know what I mean? up their heart, like yeah. the heart, the heart, really. Yeah. Like you could have came up with something better. Got hit with a train by a train or something. Mm-hmm. Like I don't fucking know. But the heart, like you know, he got whacked. Yeah. You know he got whacked. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah. So, what else? That it on the Tanzania. You got more on that? No, I got nothing else on that, man. That's oh. all I know about that. It's fucking Tanzania. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting that this guy, you know, was was so outspoken. I mean, I can't dive deep into all these people and what organizations they were with and I did that. who they spoke I out did that to. Today. I'm glad you had the time to do that. I did. I'm not going to talk about how I had the time. Tell me all about it. But so I was cruising Facebook this morning, and anybody from New Hampshire has probably heard of the guys that got arrested for protesting in front of Sununu, the governor's Sununu's house. The sticker pimps? Yeah. They, they, they put, also put stickers on um, the, the, the windows of the state house as well, which is yeah. like anti-mass and stuff. They labeled them as like terrorists. Every- they, were, they, they, got, um, they got arrested for that. But anyway, I follow them on Facebook and 
Um, we're actually going to try to get... I'm trying to get him on. We'll get him on. But anyway, he po- someone posted on his Facebook page uh, an article from indepthnewhampshire.org. And it said, Dems attacks Sununu over tax returns release map of family business connections. Now, we have been talking since, I think, episode one or two about Sununu's ties with the Anglo-Asian mining yeah. company. So, first I'm thinking this is going to be like some just hit piece. And I look at it, and I'm looking, and I'm looking, and all their stuff has reports, and they have their sources like here that lead you to reports from the Foreign Agent Regist- Foreign Agents Registration Act records, and they have it of all these different companies. And you pull them up, and they're actual like records, like they're not just like like official documents. They're not like CNN just saying that yeah. you know this stuff. So of course. I'm not a big fan of Sununu. Um, so I was interested in this. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to take a dive down. So it gets to this point. It says the release said the map, they had a map on YouTube. There's no, I, I kind of showed you it beforehand. And it shows all the oh, different everywhere. parts on Google Maps that the Sununu family is connected to. From Europe to Africa to Asia and over to the United States and into yeah. South America. It's uh, tons of pins on that map. All, tons. I'm surprised they didn't connect into like a so pentagram. So it, it was more than 30. The, the, the map details the Sununu family is more than 30 business and political connections to 26 foreign nations. And it's Chris or family? A lot of it. From what I've looked, a lot of it is Daddy, Daddy Sununu. Dad's got the name. Yep. Yeah. Cause, and what gets me with John Sununu... Work with Papa Bush. Oh, yeah. Chief of Staff, Senator. Papa Bush, one of the e- most evil people on the, that ever walked this earth. Yeah. But, so it, got, it listed a bunch of things. So I went into a little bit more detail on each one. I read the report because I want to make sure that these people got their shit together. I don't want to be coming out saying all this stuff that's, there's nothing to back it. Yeah. So Sununu has connections to Saudi Arabia. Employees of the Flywheel Government Solutions, which lobbies for the embassy of the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, contributed $1,000 to Chris Sununu's campaign. So I did a little bit of research into, into that. Why would Saudi Arabia only commit to $1,000 to his campaign? I, I, and what's weird is a lot of them were like $1,000, $1,500. Those are the, all the numbers that kept coming out. So what happens? They, they, it's, it's probably that they give him 1000 bucks to the campaign, but then he goes over there and speaks at some sort of event, and he gets like a million dollars for speaking. Yeah, I think they, get, they line yeah, his pockets they, another that's way. That's something. Yeah, that's just like a front, I think, that $1,000. Because why is it always 1000 Yeah. So the Flywheel Government Services has a connection to the Saudis. Um, what is Flywheel Government? So Flywheel Government, let me just pull it up real quick. Flywheel... It's some Government sort of business. Solutions. Yep, it's oh, a business. Oh, it sounds like a, a, like a contractor of some sort. So Flywheel provides the highest level of expertise and the necessary disciplines to merge government affairs with government marketing. They create propaganda. Fact. <laughs> That's so, exactly what they just said. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, we're your propaganda machine. <laughs> so they, they gave. So here's what's also interesting. So they gave. This was. They actually gave 1500 so on 2-25-2017, now keep in mind, Trump is president for this whole thing. Yeah. So they, they gave him $1,000 from Brian Saylor, which is one of the work, uh, one of the high ups in the company. Okay. And then this guy David also gave him 500 both lobbyists. 
But what I did find funny was David Beigetal also gave $500 to Charlie Baker. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Huh. I was like, oh, that's, a, that's interesting. Five hundred dollars. It's like, like why? That's like something that like. But are they lying in his pockets? Like if I really liked a candidate, like Tulsi, I gave her like twenty five bucks. You know. And that's like five hundred is not much more than twenty five. Millions, millions of dollars. Yeah, when you're the when you're the Saudi government. (laughs) So thousand bucks. Um. It said the one one of the now I went through the questions that, that I found were interesting. So it said during the six months reporting period. Now this is all from the report. Have you received from any foreign principal named in item seven, eight, or nine? So it would be like foreign principal, any contributions, income, mm-hmm. or money either by compensation or otherwise. So, so a foreign principal would be a, like a foreign entity that's yep. giving you money. Yep. Okay. And they said yes. And it said, now, if yes, now, the next question was, if, if yes, set forth below in the required detail and separately for each foreign principal, an account of such, now, they need, they want to know where they got it. So from. this is an SEC filing, then? Um, it's a, for, it's a, I believe it's a FARA. FARA. So it's, FARA is the Foreign Agents Registration Act. Okay. So what that does, it was in 1938, basically, it's... <laughs> They say the people can look into this. So it's a periodic public disclosure of a relationship with a foreign principal. So they have to disclose what they did. Yeah. So, of course, I'll get into that, how they, like, in one of the countries, it was more than, like, 50% of how many um, stuff went, swept under under this. That they didn't didn't register it with. But, again, I digress for now. Um, so in 2016, they gave to the Royal Embassy of the Government Relations, which is 25000 This is of Saudi. Then in 228.17, they gave to the Kingdom of Saudi travel and incidental expenses of th- another $300. It's such small amounts. 300 Yeah. So weird. So now that was like the end of, of like Flywheel. And, like, really and that's that weird. company, Flywheel. Yep. Okay. So that was the end of that. And... Then it got into DLA Piper, which is a global law firm. Yep. Now he has connections with this. So um, they they were representing, they're like a global law firm. Yep. And they were representing the UAE up until like uh, 2018. Okay. Um, so they were also representing the Ger- German state of Rhineland and Falls, the Kingdom of Bahrain, now, here's where it gets interesting. The Palestinian Monetary Authority. Yeah. So, what they are is a registrant contacted congressional staff and executive branch officials in connection with providing assistance with compliance with anti-money laundering and economic sanction laws and regulations. So, they're like the money police. So, yeah. So, okay. Mm, doesn't sound that bad. But, and with a strengthening... And was strengthening the relationship with the Palestinian World Bank, or Central Bank, rather. That's what they're working with. So they, they're working with the Central Bank. Yeah. So And the uh, U.S. government and the U.S. correspondent banks. So, so Bank of America would right. be one of them. Yeah, which which is like one of the banks that, that just runs everything here. Right. Like they're, the, they're, they're basically the Fed, Bank of America, J.P. Morgan Chase. Yeah. yeah, so they're working... To connect the U.S. with the central bank. Yeah, so they're looking to create one world bank, it seems. Yep, and yeah. they donated Globalist their shit. total... Co- the Palestinian Monetary Authority, they donated 
280, their total contribution from the German, the Kingdom of Iran, and Palestinian Monetary Association was 285869 yeah. So now I'm, I'm kind of getting into the backstory of them. It connects to Sununu. Yep. So they also gave to the government of the Democratic Republic of Timor. Okay. Timor Leste. This is the law firm. Yep. Okay. Timor Leste is a island. I pulled it up on Google Maps. If you look at in, at Indonesia, there's like these big islands mm-hmm. kind of underneath between like Australia and then you got Indonesia, and it's in the middle of that. Okay. It's like right in between Indonesia and um, Australia. Australia. All right. So they now I got this from state.gov. It's so, all in that same area of the world off of Asia. The weird. Yeah, they're trying. Try yeah. So I went on. Now I wanted to look up. The United, like, what is the United States connection with this? So I look on the state, like, U.S. connection with this to more or less. State, the state.gov will tell you exactly what they do. It said the United States has a significant bilateral development assistance program and is also a major donor to a number of multilateral agencies active in to more or less, such as the U.N., Asian Development Bank, and the World Bank. It's probably like a, like a safe house for all those, all those groups. Yep. So yeah. now... So now, now we're talking about World Bank. They probably is, have like zero tax laws and all that shit. Yep. Yeah. Deep state. After they steal our money, they send it to, to what is it, Tamor? Tamor. Yeah. Yep. So now they they receive from just them, Tamor, $1,059,616.27. That's the law firm. Yep. So now, that's, that's probably their representation of whatever they did, signing papers and all that shit. Now here's what got me. So... Approximately 68% of the total received from this foreign principal was for non-FARA registrable activity. Okay. And FARA is to keep tabs on what this money is yeah, going to. Yeah, to keep it transparent. And 68% yeah, 68%, of it... Almost 70%. Almost three quarters of it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that's that explains the $500 contributions. So the co-chair of DLA Piper... Also donated $1,269.53, $1,000.1,500 to Adam Schiff, Ed Markey, and Tim Kaine. Markey out of Massachusetts. Yep, Ed yeah. Markey. Yeah. One of the most disgusting oh, yeah. Horrible. people yep. in the state. So, I, I, like, those are all shit bags. Yeah. You know? And then the Piper's lawyer, like so, one of the lawyers there, George Salem... Donated another thousand dollars to Sununu, yeah. Chris Sununu, Governor Sununu, yeah. on 510 2018. Uh, and look at that. And, and then, he's also so donating do- with these. Donating to Sununu and then donating to Markey. Yeah. So you put in Sununu in, in New Hampshire, who's supposed to be a Republican, right? Who's supposed to be, you know, what, what the vi- typical vision of Republican is. And Markey's as fucking loose as a goose. Didn't he like take over for Barney Frank or something like that? He's, he's, he, they, they were buddies when Barney Frank was alive, and we know what the fuck Barney Frank was fucking doing, sick motherfucker. And uh, yeah, that's crazy, man. So, so I thought that was why donate to this one guy in New Hampshire that's supposed to think this way, and then you donate to another guy in in Massachusetts. All the same team. Yeah, so it's one big club, and you ain't in it. So then I looked. Okay, so then I was like, let me look into the George Salem guy. You know, quickly, it's mm. hard to find stuff on this guy. Like, he's not a well-known person. Mm-hmm. So, no, I look- the, the is he a law- he's a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, the lawyers, ma'am. When yeah, I was looking into the Austin Corbin thing, you couldn't find no. anything out about any lawyer. Yeah. 
So according to the DLA Piper website, George Salem, on behalf of various Middle East clients, George headed the legal teams that handled the acquisitions of major assets, including refineries in the Middle East, oil. In addition, he headed the legal team that successfully brought suit against the Department of Treasury on behalf of the owners of the Al-Shifa pharmaceutical plant in the Sudan uh, they that do was something destroyed with the by the U.S. Navy. Uh-huh. So now you're suing. When did the U.S. Navy destroy it? Did you get that? I didn't at get all? that. Oh, no. we got to find that out. I wonder if it was. Well, this is all when Trump was in office, right? Yes. Interesting. Yep. Very interesting. Well, I don't know if that was, but yeah. when he donated to Sununu and Markey, that was all. Oh, okay, okay. So all, this yes. could have happened before that yep. then. All right. Even even so, that's interesting that they would destroy a pharmaceutical company like that. And I don't know why. And the, all the pharmaceutical stuff is just a byproduct of oil production, right? They, they make the petroleum, they make the gas and, and do whatever they do, and then they have all the shit left over, and that becomes all the medicine that, that we take. What? Yeah. Yeah, pharmaceuticals are a byproduct of petroleum. So then if we're eliminating fossil fuels, would we eliminate medicine? You're never going to eliminate fossil fuels. Fossil fuels are an indefinite resource. It's a it's a renewable resource. That's that's already. That whole, I mean, the, there's, there's we're de- going to run out of dead dinosaurs. There's debate about that, but yeah, basically, there's debate about that. But I'm of the belief, and and I've listened to both sides of the argument that I think that it's it's a renewable resource. Yeah. And it seems to be like that's more of a a thing within like the flat Earth community and all that, which I, I don't know where I sit with that. If I even care to sit anywhere I with it, I don't know it. if I really believe that. But um, yeah, yeah, petroleum, pharmaceuticals are a byproduct of petroleum. They had to do something with all this shit, so they're like, all right, let's go get people jacked up. All right, and then. It got into this company called, or this corporation called Rift Energy. Rift Energy is an early stage oil and gas exploration and development company focused on the East and Central Africa. Yeah. So now is where he gets into his Africa stuff. They're one of those NGOs that have economic hitmen that go into the towns and yeah, yeah unreal. Yep. So yep. now, according to the website, Papa Sununu, yeah. John Sununu is on the board of directors for this Rift Energy Corp. So he's Corp. a gold guy, he's an oil guy. Yep. Wow, Mr. Sununu. Kenneth Hearn is a CEO and was a former president, uh, who's the CEO of Rift Energy, Yeah, was the former president of Texaco Saudi. Ah. They so, all bounce from, from yep. one, one place to another. But they're not really bouncing. They just got a different location. Yeah. It's like getting transferred to another yep. state. Yep, yep. And then they go and pillage and rape and do whatever they need to yep. do and break whatever laws they need to break, not pay what they need to pay and, and take from the land and they walk away scot-free. They make it all go belly up and then walk away with, with you know, not a care in the world. Right. Yeah, crazy. So now this was the most interesting one. Um, they got into his connections to Syria, but it's more of like China. So... How I got it. I don't know how, why they wrote it like this. But I did a little research into it. They brought up the the um, China-U.S. Exchange Foundation. So what they do is they undertake various activities that increase general public understanding of U.S.-China relations. They reached out to the following universities and think tanks for contributions for the China-U.S. Focus website. Now, I pulled up the China-U.S. Focus website. And the very first article under society and culture, vaccines, humanity's big win. 
propaganda. Mm-hmm. It's propaganda. Man, he's a big win. Toward, the next one, towards an improved U.S.-China relationship. This is what I'm saying. This is like, yeah. it's just Chinese propaganda. Yeah. So they reached out to these different universities. Now, there's probably uh, 20, 20 on here, but some interesting ones like BU's on there. Um, John Hopkins, yeah. which is... They're the authority. Uh, the authority of COVID. Yeah. Like, everything you get, oh, it's John Hopkins. It's got to be legit. But China's giving them money. Yeah. And then that's all the other ones. Harvard's on there. Georgetown, yeah. big Jesuit school. Yeah. yeah. So That's Trump's kids. Yep. All of them. Now, some of the like think tanks that they came out with, there's there's a bunch of them. Um, I think we talked about it. American Enterprise, Brookings. Yep, Brookings, Brookings Institute. Brookings you've heard of. Yeah. But the one that really got me, Council of Foreign Relations. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, that that's that's where I believe where the kind of kind of buck stops. You yep. know what I mean? When they're, you see that, they're kind of pulling pulling the strings and and you know working in in conjunction with like the International Monetary Fund. But yep. Yeah, they're one of the big boys there, man. Um, and what was interesting was like Heritage 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 Foundation. Okay, was on there, which is like a right wing. Yeah, that's all right together. Wing. Yeah, whatever. But it's just you just gotta create the what, illusion. What, what's the, what's something the different. word that they use? It's like um, controlled opposition. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And they also so, this, so, so there's more. Okay, it gets more. And, and just let me let me recap though. The, this all ties back to Sununu. Yeah, he now he get it gets into it. They also arrange meetings in New York, Washington D.C., and Chicago on behalf of this. QSEV, which is that that website I was telling you about, the China China and U.S. Focus. Okay, so they arrange meetings in New York with the following media outlets: Financial Times, New York Times, Washington Post, National Journal, NPR, Politico, and Chicago Tribune. They give them the four a.m. talking points. I yep. don't know how they're supposed to. So where to are you getting your four a.m. talking points from? China. Because then what happens with those? Those news outlets is they they put out their stuff and then all the other little ones pick up on it mm-hmm. and they all just steal from each other and that's it and you get this big web of it seems like oh there's so many legitimate sources out there but there really isn't there's only a no. couple you just have the illusion of choice now this is where Sununu is in, involved it's his dad yep. now see this is what I'm getting at with Sununu is I think. He's working for the deep state. He's a wor- he's a puppet for the deep state. Yeah, that's what he is right yeah. now. That's, he's being that's, groomed. Yep. He's, he's still being groomed. He's not. Yep. You're not gonna find something like he he raped kids or something. He'll like run that. for president. You're not gonna find something like that in him. You're gonna have to find like it's gonna be like a Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to find where does she connect in the web and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's not gonna come out like he's a convicted felon or right. something like that. You no. know what I mean? But oh no, he's squeaky clean. Wicked clean. Yeah. So they also this website also supported a trip to China for the following former U.S. members of Congress: Senator Byron Dorgan, Ken Conrad, John Sununu. John Sununu. 
What's Johnny doing now? I think he's just sitting on the board of all these companies. Yeah, he's on, he's on the board of Anglo-Asian yeah, Mining. He's, he's on the board of RFI. Not only on the board of Anglo-Asian Mining, but he's a majority stakeholder. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, we talked about... I didn't yeah. really get into that one yeah. on here because we already did get into There's that. There's not too much you can get into except for the fact that they're fucking up the land right now. Yeah. And they, they mess with a whole bunch of people and a lot of people are dead so that they could go in and, and, and do what they do and pull gold out of the ground. Yep. Yeah. So now... I told you that they did. Um, they brought those um, newspaper art, um, companies to Washington, New York, to have a big meeting, yeah. right? Well, they also flew out certain media outlets to China, to China, to meet. Yeah, big money um, to do all this too. L- L.A. Times, yeah, Huffington Post. Yahoo Finance. All my favorites. Yep, and National Journal. That's what I read every morning when I wake up. I'm surprised New York Times <laughs> isn't actually on there. But anyway, um, yeah, and um, now maybe you can help me understand this. So when they say the China-U.S. exchange, they fi- the fees were $258,000 is what they, they got. But then it says their expenses were two hundred and six thousand two hundred sixty-four. What do you mean? I'm not following. I don't know. I don't really understand that. Maybe if someone can help me with that. I don't know. But and then he's also got his connection with the Anglo Asian Mining Company, mm-hmm. and that is the one that I think is in his new project. I'd be curious to check out some of those other businesses too on that map. You should send me I mean, that. I could. I mean, this was you probably should, you two should put hours this, of research. You should post all this on the website and do a blog post with it. I think I'm going to like really get into this more because yeah. there's a lot more that I could web off of this. Yeah. But I did something for two hours that I was like, all right, well, I'm going to check all the work of these, these liberals. I mean, when, when I think of Sununu, I think just really of, of Anglo-Asian mining. And I know that that's, that's all, messed up. I and I see everything that, that Chris is doing in the state that I just think is, is stupid and... Uh, and, and I know he's been groomed since he was a kid, and I know his dad's a, a, a pretty shitty guy, but then to find out that there's all these companies that he has his hands in, and then when you look at the people that he works with within these companies and the people that and he knows, they're and, they're, and they're all connected into I know, these I, huge I, organizations. I believe one of the guys in, in Anglo-Asia Mining is also tied to the Central Bank. This is all big globalist shit, man. Yeah, this is, and, and then he's working in another company yeah. where they're with the World Bank. Once you put all these puzzle pieces together and you see how, how this crime family's doing it and this family's doing it and that family's doing it and this person's doing it and then they're all intermingled it's like the five families are fighting where does the where does the 13 where where does the friggin uh the 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 tip of the pyramid come you know is there a tip of the pyramid or is it a rothschild you think so i don't know man i think they answer to somebody aren't they like the richest people but they take the they take the, the they're the bankers for the vatican Who's the Vatican? Maybe somebody above them. I mean, there's there's talks like when you get into this book that Amy says WTF synchrony, synarchy. Yeah, synarchy. 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 When you start digging into that, and I'm I'm not through. I'm reading like like three books right now. Um, you you start seeing this like black nobility, and 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 when I say black nobility, I don't mean like black like the skin color. I mean black, black like, like, like super dark, yeah. And apparently there's another level on top of that that, that they answer to. And it's like the, the Meravidian family and yeah, the Sor family. Who is numero uno then? Nobody knows. There's somebody that's numero uno sitting on the top, you would think. Who knows? I don't know. 
So with the Rothschild at this point, the Rothschilds be like a pawn. Yeah, they're just the bankers, man. Just the bankers. The Warburgers, just the bankers. The, the, you know. You know, like they say. You know, now that I like. You know, we're talking about this, and I'm getting into this more with with Sununu and stuff. Trump's promise to drain the swamp, he'll never do it. He would have never done it. It's so. I think it's. He is like an ant. Like, yeah. Compared to these people, like uh, yeah, they, there's nothing you can do. No, we'll never be you a have free to, society. How, we'll never be. I feel like you got to coexist with it <clears throat> and know that it's there. And and as long as you know, and like we keep making the connections that we're making, and we keep talking and doing this every Friday night, and and we keep you know looking between the lines and asking questions. Yeah, I I mean that's that's the the best we can do because there's stuff that's gonna go on that's gonna be completely out of our control and we're gonna think it's bullshit. But you gotta kind of lay low and behind the scenes and and do your own thing and take care of your own people. Well, even the uh, it, like COVID, like how people even now don't even see it's a psyop. The thing that gets me right now about COVID now that the vaccines on on were you done with that or do you need to do we need to still keep going on it? Are you good. Sure? is fucked up, and we're going to keep digging in on him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not but, done with this. But going back to COVID, what, what's up with that right now is the same people that were telling you you need to wear a mask, you need to wear a mask because you're going to kill grandma, and they were putting this moral guilt on you, are the same people that are saying you need to get a vaccine, you need to get a vaccine. I don't care how many people are dying from the vaccine, and I don't care how many people are getting injured from the vaccine. It's the same fucking people. So it's like, what What the fuck, dude? Make up your mind and figure out what the fuck you want to do, you morons. But the, I think the problem is, is these people can't... Wake up. These, no, these people can't... They watch the news. I, honest to God, have not watched Fox, CNN, MSNBC. Yeah. Because I used to actually actually watch MSNBC because you got a sneak peek of what the, Biden's yeah. going to do. Um, I don't watch any of it anymore. And... To be honest with you, I just look on my own thing. Like that that article came up and I did my own research. My favorite thing to do is to be on Twitter. Twitter's very well very good for that. I like it. If you can if you can sift through the bullshit and know what's what's right and what isn't right, I go through all week and I'll bookmark shit. And I'll go back and I'll look at those bookmarks and I'll look at the linked articles and I'm still going to I'm still going to I follow things like the World Economic Forum, I follow things like Brookings Institute, I follow things like Tavistock, I follow people like George Soros and his son and Open Society, but I also follow these people, you know, and I also follow Republican senators, Democrat senators, I follow Biden, this dumbass fucking press secretary that has to keep circling back around who can't we'll, fucking we'll string a sentence to together. Later. How much I miss fucking the that that Kaylee McKenney. I mean, oh, if you he, if you're watching the theater of all that shit, she just she had the looks, she had the personality. It was it was a it was, she was a perfect press secretary. It was an awesome dance every day, seeing her whip out the book and like like she like, never said, "Let me circle back." You were was, watching WWE, and mm-hmm. and I I heard somewhere that it was Donald Trump that coached Vince McMahon. On how to get the WWE to where it was with the outrage and all that shit. Well, do you know the only... He put on who, a show, Who man, is the only years. president to ever knock knock out Donald Trump? Um, fuck, I just gave the answer. Knock out Vince McMahon. <laughs> Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Uh, I, 
knocked him down, starts punching him. It's so fake. It was, oh, yeah. It, it was. But it was like, that's fucking awesome. It was later in my love for wrestling. Like, I came from, like, Hillbilly Jim, Junkyard Dog, and you were Co- way before Coco me. Beware. And I was around, like, Chris Jericho. Yeah, way, oh, yeah. No, so I was old. out of Yeah, I was out of it by then, for sure. I was definitely out of it. Yeah, I was, I was the old. But I remember, so. like, Macho Man. I was around for that. I can remember getting pumped up for WrestleMania 3 and Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan, and Hulk Hogan picked up Andre the Giant and freaking bought that was the greatest thing I ever saw in my friggin' life on TV, man. And then um, they had the Saturday night main event with the rematch, and yeah, that was that was yeah. freaking awesome. That was golden age of wrestling, man. Do you remember when uh did you watch it for like Jake the Snake? Oh yeah. yeah. So do you remember so my dad had a uh, VHS tape mm-hmm. from a uh, shit back in the early nineties. Do you remember when Jake the Snake had had a cobra? Bite fucking Randy Savage yes, in the arm. Yes, yes. So I remember that. So the 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 next wrestling event. There was blood everywhere, if I remember right. Yeah, you like bit him in the yeah. arm. Elizabeth. That was his. Out. That was his snake, Damien. It was his uh, boa constrictor. I think. No, it was. well, they got him. They said it was a cobra. Oh, was it? Uh, yeah. Maybe he had a different so snake. Bite him in the arm. Knows. He had his arms tied yeah. up in the ropes. Yeah, and yeah. Just, and he has it bite his fucking like, yeah. forearm. So the next. Like, show they had was the one my dad had taped because they went back and said, look at what happened last yeah. night or whatever. And I'm like, this is fucking awesome wrestling. It was like <laughs> the, the um, what, like Undertaker when he had the purple gloves yep. and the gray suit. And he would like, come up with Paul like Bear. dead, like yeah. his eyes rolling back yeah. and shit. Like, yep. I'm like, this is awesome. It All changed. it is, is is Irish spring commercials. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. yeah. They, they, cut the, they cut the soap and it sprays you with water. <laughs> Irish Springs is oh, awful. Memories. I used to get like the worst rashes. Oh my god! But uh, no, it was like you know that was like old. That was like yeah. the old old wrestling yeah. for me. And then I got into it in like eighth grade. Yeah. And then I probably stopped watching it like once I got into high school, like junior. Yeah. And then now it's like I tried watching it. It's like this is like. Disney shit. Like, I, I, I remember Stone Cold came out in a beer truck and sprayed everybody down, like, <laughs> and then was chugging beers up on the top. Like, yeah. that's what I remember from yeah. us. And now they're like, you know, being nice and yeah. like to each other. You know, all the interviews, they talk shit. Now they don't do that. Oh, really? really? Yeah, it's like not oh, as... Oh, that's weak. It's not as like... It wasn't as good as it was yeah. back then. Like, it was like, you got into it, like that attitude era. I follow tons of wrestling pages, 80s wrestling pages, early 90s wrestling pages, and vintage wrestling on on Facebook. I'll go down a rabbit hole, man. (laughs) I'll I'll start watching a video, and it'll be like Iron Sheik and and someone else, Bruno Sammartino, in in like the early 1980s. And then I'll just start going down the Facebook videos. And next thing you know, I'm watching like the full blown WrestleMania two that's fucking four hours long, and I'm on Facebook, and my wife's like, "What the hell are you doing?" Those Facebook videos are dangerous because it's it, so because it, 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 it goes to your likes because it's it yep. fucking reads your mind and yeah. knows you better than you do. Oh yeah, yeah. And it that's why when you look at those Facebook videos, every single one is like, I really like now. You ever watch the people that like test the cops? Like, Test them. They, like, it's like first. I think they call them like First Amendment audits. So like they'll go into a police station or anywhere. Yeah. And they'll just like they'll walk into a police station and just be recording, and they want to see when the cops come out to question them. They're not breaking the law. It's a public place. They're mm-hmm. not. They they make sure they check where they're not going where it says police yeah. only or yeah, anything like that. And then they're rabble rousers. They they they're, they're starting trouble. Yeah. But they're pretty good at like what well, they're like. Let me see. Uh, what's your name? I'm not. I'm not answering questions. 
Well, well, let me see your license. You have to give it to me. No, I don't. I didn't commit a crime. What crime mm. have I committed? Like, and I like watching them. And they, they, you have some cops that are like, hey, man, you're just recording. No big deal. Like, just, if you know, stay away from this area yeah. or whatever. And they're like, oh, thank you. You know, you're you know, you you're one of the good ones. Yeah. And then you get the ones that caught that comes up. You got a hard on for You know, like, God, I got beat up <laughs> in high school. I'm going to fuck you up now. Or I was a nerd in high school. Yeah. yeah. And they, like, come out and they're like, you can't be here. Leave. Like, yeah. oh, I'm going to arrest you. And, like, I just like watching the different reactions. Yeah, I, have, I haven't seen those. I used to watch a lot of um, Cop Lock, but it kept moving from from Facebook page to Facebook page. Mm-hmm. So I just said, fuck it, I couldn't keep up yeah. with it. Wrestling's way cooler. Cop and Lock, I, do a lot I think of, that was kind of Yeah, too. Co- it was like Cop Lock 2.0, and they were, like, exposing the police and all that. And yeah, it was, hmm. So let me ask you this, because I, I feel it's wrong. I talked to my friend who's a cop, and he's like... I don't know. He goes, I probably would never do one. Um, sobriety checkpoints. Mm-hmm. So Mass State Police probably came up. You probably saw that I was commenting on it. I mean, I went on a field day, honey. Mm. And they were talking about how they're having a um, field sobriety in Middlesex County. Because they, they have to tell you that they're going to have one. It's entrapment. Yeah. I, well, no, it gets more. So, so I said, so you're pulling people over that aren't committing a crime and that's unconstitutional. Like you can't just pull people over. No, you should no just reason. be able to blow And you're going right to ask them for stuff? Like mm. you're going to ask them for their information? No, you can't yeah, do that. Just to travel on the road. No, yeah, no you, yeah. I'm freely traveling. If I'm drunk, that's something else. Yep. Personally, I think but, that is a violation. Dude, even if you're drunk, as long as you're like a cop shouldn't just be able to pull you over because he thinks you're drunk. There should be some sort of, well, you know, I mean, if you're dash cam or something. And stuff like that, yeah. like, Okay, that, that that's justifiable to pull me over, but if I'm you don't see me driving, mm-hmm. what? How do you know that I'm drunk just because I stopped at this thing? Yep. that's wrong. You just happen to drive by. They used to do it in Hampton all the time over the bridge. Yeah, when yep. I was a kid, they would have sobriety checkpoints. They did that was all the time. and I wasn't doing anything. I was like, I, I think I was like seventeen with my girlfriend you, at the time. When you're young like that and you pull up to something like that, they could think something else is wrong with you and just jump to conclusions. And you're a young kid and pull you out of the car and, and yeah, and search and you. You know what really? And gets what's a me, young kid gonna do? What really gets me with these is okay. If you're gonna have a, a sobriety checkpoint, fine. Yep. I don't agree with it, but. If you're going to get a drunk person that could kill a, a, a mom coming home with her kids, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. But the thing is... If is they're they blatantly get, swerving... They get people with like, oh, well, while well, we got you here, your window tint is too much. Mm-hmm. We're going to write you a ticket for that. Yep. Your exhaust is a little... Is, 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 a little is, loud. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to write you a ticket for that. Yep. And then get you for all this other shit. Well, no. Like, you, it's not a... Fishing expedition where you just go and get get whatever you can get. A lot of times what they'll do too, and I've been the victim of this, is they'll find something stupid to pull you over. It was... Um, you hit your tail. You swerved over the white line. One time I got pulled over going to Waterville Valley with my wife to my buddy's dad's place. And, and we were going up there to just kind of hang out and, and take the weekend. It was one of the holiday weekends. I think it was... Um, what's the last one? Labor Day. I think it was Labor Day weekend. It was either Labor Day or Memorial Day. One, one of them. And the cop was pulling people over. I saw him when I got off the exit with somebody pulled over and I'm going down. He must've just finished up with him because the next thing I know he's, he's behind me and he's following me for a while and pulls me over because the light that is above my license plate was burnt out. My fucking license plate light out. 
Come, I've never actually, even noticed there was a fucking license plate light. I'd never even seen that before on my car. I didn't know it. Like, what on. the fuck? I didn't know. I got pulled over for that, too. I'm like, oh, what? Yeah. I was like a 16-year-old kid. He's like, yep. yeah, your license plate light out. And you know what he's doing. Yep. And I'm like, he knows exactly I'm like what, what are you doing? talking yep. about? And he's like, he actually was kind of cool because I think he knew I was a kid. He's yeah. like, no, no. Here, get out. I'll show you. He's like, no, this thing right here, these lights. I'm like, fuck, I didn't so even know those existed. Stupid. So I'm like, how do stupid. I even change this? Like, that's, I was like, I never even heard that's of That's fishing, man. Never. Yeah, but that's exactly what it was. Yeah. I'm a 16 year old kid yeah. driving home from my girlfriend's house at fucking 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Oh, what's this kid doing? Yep. Yeah. So stupid, man. But I don't agree with that. I don't agree. I think, like, you can't just pull somebody over for doing nothing. Like, nope. that's like. That's like you're recording in a public place and a cop says, let me see your ID. Well, I'm not committing a crime. Why do I have to nope. show you my ID? You shouldn't have to show me. And there's anything. videos online of people in these um, sobriety checkpoints. One dude never said a fucking word. Genius. I mean, it was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I, thought, I thought he was going to get shot. I was like, this really? guy doesn't stand a chance. Yeah. He sat there the whole time. The cop's like, where are you coming from? Just sat there. Didn't say a word. No shit. They're like with his license, camera rolling. Yeah, they're like license for registration. Why is he? Why does he need there? to do any of that? Because he doesn't not, have to. No, because he just happened to stumble across a sobriety checkpoint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then eventually he did end up saying something. He's like, "I'm not answering any questions. I'm not drunk. I did yep. nothing wrong. Am I? Am I free to go? Or are you detaining me?" Yeah. And after he's like, he taught the kid, the the hard the hard nosed cop goes to his like supervisor. Oh, this guy's refusing to get out. Blah blah blah. Because. Let's let him go. Let him go. Yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. There's yeah. No. They, the cop. You they don't see any bottles on the his floor. His ego. Yeah. Leaving his body at yep. that point, like he was so distraught that yep. he had to let this guy go because he won up to him. Oh yeah, yeah. And that guy had a hard on for him and wanted yeah. to, wanted to get him for something. Can I tell you a funny story? Yeah, absolutely. This is about cops and being a kid and drinking underage in a car. And we were in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and there used to be this um, this like bar nightclub that that we were would go to. It was an eighteen plus place, and we had some friends that were DJs and they were spinning there that night and they were doing like hip hop yep. and cuts and we knew a couple other guys that would do freestyles and they were up from Massachusetts and they were going to be there too so we got some 40 ounces like the badasses we were and we were drinking them in the car hanging out and we weren't you know nothing else was going on we were just drinking probably had a couple cigarettes because I was I, I smoked butts at the time then and the Portsmouth police were just patrolling the parking lot so they they saw us and the lights went on, and there was you know no reason to even approach. It was just two kids in the car in a parking lot. You know we could have just been waiting to go in, and they had to be dicks. And they uh, they saw my buddy's bottle between his legs. I had mine. I got mine stuffed under the seat, but he couldn't get it stuffed under the seat in time. So they saw it, and um, they didn't arrest us. They gave us tickets or summonses to appear in court. But what they did was in the parking lot, they dumped the beer out of the out of the bottles. And they threw the bottles out. So they threw their evidence away. When I Come went on, to Dragon? yeah, when I went to court, no evidence. So the the judge is like, "You idiot cop! You, you know, you 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 didn't save the evidence." And the judge fucking reprimanded the guy. Really? He's like, "If you want to have something, them? what's that?" Did Lori list them? That's like I don't you, know what that you, is. I think that's like. I gotta look that up. I know it's like it's a big thing. But yeah, I got I got away with it, and I was so happy. <laughs> and then there was a kid that went up before me and my buddy. So so my buddy went up. And he didn't have a lawyer represent him. And he was just like, yeah, I was guilty. I, I'll, I'll pay the fine. So he was dumb. 
I ended up getting a lawyer from UNH because part of the whole process, because I was going to college at UNH, and, and part of the whole setup was if you needed any legal help or anything like that, you could use the, the university lawyer. There's a lawyer for students, and it's free of charge. So I went to her office, and I'm like, what the hell do you I do? You know you go to a good party school if they got a fucking <laughs> lawyer on, on standby. Yeah, for free. they get a on lawyer. Yep. <laughs> so I went to her office. I'm like, this is what happened. She's, she said, well, did they keep the bottles or anything? I go, I don't know she's okay let's go to court and find out the kid that was before me was like 15 or 16 years old the cops busted him and brought him to court for smoking cigarettes and they did the same thing they did to me and they threw out the evidence so he got off and the lawyer looked at me and goes this is going to be quick <laughs> and she went she went up there and, what and they we did our thing like drinking yeah it was minor in possession of alcohol oh, and, yeah, o- okay. and open an open container yeah so at the time, that was when they just released uh, in New Hampshire that it went from like a $60 fine to a $250 fine. So I was so happy, man. <laughs> being, what is it? Being is, it under Rhode Island, is it Rhode Island or Connecticut? The passengers can have open containers. Oh, really? Yeah, it's wow. one of them. I think it's Connecticut. No, I think it might be Rhode Island because we go down. You ever heard of Nordic Lodge? Yeah. I want to go there so bad. Yeah. I've never been, but me I want to go. Me and a couple guys from work, every year, we go like once a year, we do a trip. We all get together because we're all from different parts. A yeah. lot of them are, most of them are from all over Mass, and I'm from New Hampshire. So we go down, we all get together, and we go down to Nordic Lodge. We eat like fucking kings. It's so expensive, from- though. It's like a hundred and... Fuck, it's probably like 110 now. It was 75 when I last looked yeah. into it a couple of years ago, 90, so I figured it'd be about 100 bucks now. It was now. 90 a couple of years ago, and then it, it jumped up last year. We went last year, but that was during COVID. They were open during COVID? Yeah. Really? It was... So hold on. Hold that thought. So for people who are listening that don't know, because we're just kind of shooting the shit now, is Nordic Lodge is, is a place... I'll find out where it's it is. in the Cape. I think. No, it's, it's in uh, Rhode Island. Oh, it's in Rhode Island? Yep. Oh, I thought it was by the Cape. All right, anyway, it's in Rhode Island. And it's Charleston, all, Charlestown, Rhode Island. It's all you can eat lobster, steaks, and anything else you can possibly imagine. But it's all you can eat lobster buffet. Yeah, it's like a lobster, king crab legs, filet mignon. Yeah, ribs. man. It's it's a fat it's, They don't dream. fuck around like with any of this shit. Yeah. Um I gotta go. So they open, I just do and the and lobster. if you're gonna go, if you're listening to this and you're thinking of going, um the website says for a twenty twenty one seat because they closed. Yeah. Yeah, so they like, close in the winter. Yep, right. for our 2021 season, they open on April 16th. So, a little bit, a little, little Good bit to like, a, like a month. Dude, we should month. go and do a podcast from there. <laughs> so, I would love to do that. Yeah. I, like... You can so literally sit there so for hours. I, so, it's $111 for an adult now. Mm-hmm. Um, when I went, I went during COVID. It was, it sucked so bad. It was like... Because usually I would go up and get like two, three lobsters at a time, yeah. pile them on. Oh, they let you do that? Yeah. They oh, have, nice. Yeah, they have just like a big, uh, it's like a buffet. Yeah. And they just got a, a whole bin full of fucking just freshly cooked lobsters. Guy, the water never stops boiling. Yeah. They're just constantly boiling lobsters. And they throw them out, they take as much as you want. What sucked was me and my buddy were like, we're, yo, we're going to go and we're going to eat as many Lobsters. We're only doing lobsters. <laughs> I love lobsters. We're gonna just <laughs> eat lobsters. Yeah. We had like eighteen lobsters or some some astronomical amount of lobsters. And but what sucked was you could only have one lobster at a time. 
And then you have to go back up and wait in line. That was last year? Yeah. But before, like, they never did that. It was, no, it was just go up and get whatever you want. You would think that they wouldn't do that because they wouldn't oh, want they, people. Yeah, but you wouldn't want people going up. You could take five lobsters and don't come back, you know? I, I don't know why they did it. It's just I, more COVID I don't know if it was, Maybe it wasn't even COVID related. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was oh, something Maybe they were just losing their shirt. Losing lobsters. Yeah. yeah. But something. But so when they I made a, it a super inconvenience. When I eat a lobster, I go for the knuckles. I suck the, the meat out of the, out of the legs. I eat the green, the, the tamale on the inside. You don't do it, fuck with the tail or anything? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I eat the tail. The whole nine yards. I'll take the, the fins, I snap them There's off. There's meat in there. And I push, well, I push the tail out so I get that nice big yeah. whole piece of you tail. Know and the I don't fins have to use have a, cr- a little bit of meat in them? Everything in a lobster has meat in it. The, the legs are the sweetest. It, yeah. I think if you flip it, my buddy told me. I, I can do it when I eat a lobster. There's meat like on the breastbone. Yes, there is. And it's like the best when, meat. When when you crack it open, the the rib cages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, it's so tender. When I'm done with a lobster, there's nothing but red shell left. Yep. I suck everything out of the friggin' thing, and I'll I don't sit fuck down with and the, the the red. Yeah. Like I'll fuck with the tamale. Yeah. The 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 green inside. Yeah. I don't fuck with the red. And my wife's birthday's coming up. Her birthday's on the 25th, so it's always Memorial Day weekend. So the weekend before that, we gotta I, I gotta line up a party for her. Cause um, we're not gonna, she's not gonna travel this year. Cause we don't know if we have to freaking quarantine. Her work will be a pain in the ass about quarantining, and um, that's we'll usually do something at the house, and and typically it's like a lobster boil and and steaks and stuff like that. Fuck yeah! I think I'll do it again. Dude, my buddy, Use my Bitcoin knife. My buddy taught me about this way to cook lobster. So I, my friend from Pennsylvania, well, you you all left, <laughs> but. Uh, He's all left, but he, he for some reason he likes me. Um, he invited me over. He said, "Come over for Meat Fest." I'm like, "All right." Meat Fest? Yeah. So it's he like smokes all this meat. Yeah. And he has like, dude, he had like hundreds of people there, like a hundred people there. But he like fully believed in the COVID, uh, so he like limited it down. But he's like, "Hey, can you bring lobsters?" So I went to Shires. No. Do they pack me? The best fucking setup. Shires is good. Shires, Shires is awesome. in Salem, New Hampshire, everybody. So, and you know who actually works there? Ohio State's all-time leading tackler for football. Really? He, he works there. Oh, no kidding. Family? Uh, yep. Okay. Uh, Marcus Mark. So, they gave me this thing. It's kind of cool. It's like, you know, like the, um, it was like a styrofoam box, basically. And then inside they had like little, like, the cardboard, but in, like, a grid yeah. system. Yeah. And they just goddamn throw the fucking lobster, lobster in each right of them in. like that. And they have these little ice packs. I'm like, there's yeah. no way yeah. these things are going to survive. And it did. Goddamn, not one of them died. Yeah. And so I was with my buddy from from here. He went, too. And uh, we met this kid on, on uh, Call of Duty, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. So he's like, you know, so we went down there. And he, my buddy, I'm like, boiling water. He's like, what are you doing? Getting water to boil for the lobsters. He's like, no, 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 no. Just put like two bottles of beer in there, okay? And he goes, you got like uh, lemons. You need lemons. You need uh, celery and onions. In the pot. In the yeah. pot. And cook it with that. And just like fucking like that much water in a big pot. Yep. I was cooking a, a big pot with the, the propane yeah. fucking heat. Yeah, 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 like a turkey fryer. Yeah, yeah. exactly what I used. Yeah. So, um, I did it that way. 
And and, and uh, like butter, yep. like a whole container of butter. Put that in. Yeah, dude, it was the best fucking lobster. Yeah, you seasoned it. I've ever yeah. had in my life. Yeah, yeah. Most people just throw it in boiling water and wonder why it tastes so bland. And yeah, and you need yeah. butter and everything. This yeah. hat, it was so juicy. It was like yeah. buttery, and yeah. I'm like. This is the best way yep. to ever cook a lobster. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's no better way than to cook any use kind of... Use a lot. If you're yeah. going to do it, use a lager. Don't use, like, an IPA or a sour or, like... No, don't waste no, your time yeah, no. fucking bug No, light. not... Yeah. Dude, use, like, use, like, a good... Like, we... I think we use ling, uh, Yingling. I typically... Yeah, I typically, like, Sam Adams when I yeah. when I do stuff like that. Or if I make beer batter for, like, chicken or, or fish and chips. Yeah. Like, if I'm deep frying fish and chips, I'll use Sam Adams in the, in the beer batter. It's, it's just a preferred one. It's, you know, it's... It's, it's not too expensive. No, especially. yeah, exactly. I don't know if it's expensive in other parts. Of the hey, you got freaking beers now. Like some of the stuff that we drink on the show. That's like fifteen, sixteen bucks for a four pack. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm not, I'm not throwing that in a lobster pot. The, yeah, no, they're delicious. But I'm gonna drink it. Yeah, I'm not gonna uh, let it go to, to waste, waste on the lobster. Or I'm gonna yeah. drink the lobster water. Yeah, <laughs> when it cools. So this is episode sixteen, man, and uh, I, I think we're doing good here. Yeah, we need to keep trucking. Cheers. Cheers.